Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, I am honored and blessed that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. Today is a little bit more of a sensitive topic. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to bring it up or even discuss it or talk about it. Um, Obviously, this last week we had a a tragedy in Nashville with a school shooting at uh, Covenant Presbyterian School. Um, Loss of life, loss of innocent life is just absolutely tragic. We can never, ever allow ourselves to get used to this. We must, I, I believe that we must always be disgusted, we must always be appalled, but most importantly, we must always uh, remember that there are, are people who are actually suffering and will suffer for the rest of their lives. You know, I think that it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for us, especially in the, the climate, the cultural climate we live in today, to immediately... Uh, politicize everything, make it all about politics, right, left, right, wrong, Republican, Democrat, and point fingers and blame one another. But the the, the real issue that we face here today is, is not a gun issue. It's not a, a, a security issue. We are facing a sin issue. And that's everybody's talking about everything but the fact that we are faced with a sin issue. Now, I realize I'm jumping right into it today, and I want to keep this short, but I'm going to read out of the book of Job, chapter 22, verse 27 through 30, then I'm going to give some thoughts. The Bible says this, Job 22, verse 27, you will make your prayer to him, and he will hear you, and you will pay your vows. You will decide on a matter, and it will be established for you. And light will shine on your ways. For when they are humbled, you say, it is because of the pride. But he saves the lowly. He delivers even the one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanliness of your hands. I want to read out of Psalms 94, verse 20. Can wicked rulers be allied with you? those who frame injustice by statute. They band together against the life of the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord has become my stronghold and my God, the rock of my refuge. He will bring back on them their iniquity and wipe them out for their wickedness. The Lord, our God, will wipe them out. We have seen injustice and we have seen the murder of the innocent in our nation over and over and over again. And there is no resolve outside of addressing the sin issue. It is the sin and wickedness of man that drives people to do these despicable things. That you would walk into a school and shoot innocent children. That has got to be one of the most wicked things there is. We like to blame Democrats for their policies. We like to blame Republicans for not wanting to get rid of guns. And we're pointing fingers at each other when we're not addressing the real issue. There is a sin issue in our nation, a sin issue in the hearts of people. Getting rid of guns will not help it. Getting uh, Creating policies will not help it. And guess what? 
putting armed guards in front of our school will not get rid of it. We have got to address the sin issue in our nation. I've listened to many uh, public figures on the right that I have highly respect for and will continue, and I'm not going to name any names, but they're calling for Christian leaders and pastors to come out and make a stance and make a statement on this issue. And to me, I, I, I weighed whether I wanted to, I mean, obviously just a little podcast platform, but I, I, I wrestled with the fact, do I even want to say something? Because they're, the fact of the matter is there are parents and brothers and sisters that are grieving right now that will spend the rest of their lives grieving for the loss of their children, the loss of their brother or sister, or, or I know there was some teachers and faculty that, excuse me, were lost that day. We have lost compassion and we immediately go and put up our fists to fight for our position. We are facing a sin issue. And there is only one resolution to bring about the healing we need to keep our children safe. Now, here's what we know. And I'm, I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to talk into the practicalities of this. Now, there is a spiritual response we need to have. And there is a physical or a natural response that we need to have. The spiritual response is there is the sin of murder and malice in the hearts of our citizens, in our nation. There is malice and hatred and murder in the hearts of people. And you can't legislate that out of the hearts of people. You could not, you can't make a law that says you're not allowed to hate. You're not allowed to have malice. You're not allowed to, like there is laws obviously that says you're not allowed to murder, but it doesn't stop murder in people's hearts. We have got to look at what the real issue is. And we have got to turn our hearts towards God and cry out in repentance. And as believers, yes, we do need to take a stand. Yes, we do need to be vocal, but we need to show the world's culture what repentance looks like and the fruit of that repentance. There's a famous movie one of my favorite movies is uh, remember the titans and if you follow the story denzel washington who plays coach herman boone takes a lot of these young men out to a football camp and there's a black and there's there's white students that have not integrated just yet and they're just now integrating into that high school and he takes them through this rigorous camp this militant camp and one morning he wakes them up at four 4 a.m. and takes him on a run through the woods and as he stops as day is breaking and if you go and you watch the scene it's very powerful he stops at Gettysburg and he addresses the kids and he addresses the young men and he says if we do not find a way to come together we will be destroyed just like those who fought the battle of Gettysburg what this is not the time for is political ideological debates. We have got to figure out a way to put all those things aside and fight together on the half, on behalf, excuse me, of the innocent. There are more and more innocent people being destroyed. And I'm just talking about this one issue. We have got to find a way to get back to a lifestyle of repentance. 
we know that this sin issue will continue because the Bible is clear about that. We will always be fighting the forces of darkness. And we're seeing it manifest now in this particular way. We're seeing it manifest in school shootings, in school violence, and one among many. So what do we do? How do we protect our young people? How do we protect our children? Well, one thing I would say is I would ask, how do we protect those that we value the most as culture? How do we protect politicians? How do we protect professional athletes? How do we protect movie stars? Those are what we value the most. When you see uh, uh, celebrities, you see rock stars out in public, they are surrounded with bodyguards. They're surrounded with guards that are trained to protect. What if we had that same attitude that said, we are going to train people to protect our schools. If our schools are under attack, why have we not taken steps to protect them? If you go to a normal school, you are greeted most likely by a receptionist, probably a middle-aged woman. You are not greeted by a guard at the door that will ask you what you're doing there or convey any type of that this is a protected ground. I went to Arlington National Cemetery and there was guards fully armed outside of Arlington National Cemetery. Everybody in the cemetery is dead. Walking by the White House, you couldn't even get close to it because there's Marines and there's Army workers army guards with full m16s why because there's something behind that gate that is valuable you go to a bank you have bulletproof glass you go to all these places but not a school this is not a debate about guns this is a debate about the safety of our children we have gotten so far away and we've so bogged down with policy that we don't know what it's like to be protected anymore. I can tell you this, you come to my house with ill intentions, you will not be leaving. Why? Because what is in my home is more valuable even than my own life. And I'd be willing to sacrifice my life, even with a prison sentence, to protect what is most valuable, and that's my wife and children. We've got to get back to protecting what is valuable. This is not a political debate. Now, how do we do this? How do we do this? What steps do we need to take? Number one step we need to take, and we can't do anything. These will continue to happen until we can come together around the common denominator, the common question, and that question is, what do we value? Do we value our children or do we value policies? This has nothing to do with guns or weapons or anything. This has nothing to do with stupid policies. Right now, they're protesting inside the Tennessee State Capitol, beating down the doors, thousands of people at the State Capitol begging for gun control. That's not going to save it because the issue is we need sin control. We need repentance. Gun control is not going to solve any problems. And I feel like I'm just going around and around and around, but I feel like I wanted to kind of give up some kind of perspective.
on this. And it's so horrible and it's so awful. But we need to ask ourselves, those on the right, those on the left, the red, the blue, Democrats, Republican, whatever, what do we value the most? And the reason why the Republicans don't trust the Democrats is they believe that the Democrats are going to make policies that they abuse, like they always do. And the Democrats don't trust the Republicans because they're afraid that they're going to hold on to their guns so tight and they're going to arm people that are doing these things. So we don't trust each other. But we have got to come together and say, for the sake of the children, we're going to listen to one another. For the sake of the children, we're going to sit in this legislative hall or in this lawmaking building, or we're going to have town hall meetings until we figure something out that can keep our most valuable things safe. And so the courageous truth of the matter is this. We're going to have to be courageous enough to entertain at least the idea of what people who disagree with us are thinking. And we have got to find a language where we can reach one another in conversation. Because of the political climate, we're so quick to take sides and put up our fists. But we have got to come together and do something that is going to drastically change the protection of our children, or this will keep happening. You can take away every gun in the country from the private citizens, and guess what? It's still going to happen. Until we as a nation decide we are going to turn collectively our heart toward Jesus Christ in repentance, this will continue to happen. I know this episode was a little bit different than normal, a little bit heavy, but I think that we're going to have to figure out a way. We're going to have to listen to the other side. I would rather say I'm wrong, go to bed knowing that there is safety measures in place to keep what is most valuable protected, than to just fight an endless battle that the only people who lose are the young children. So thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We need a revival in our nation. We need hope in our nation. We need leadership in our nation. And we have got to come together somehow at least on this issue work together listen to one another and this is not usually something i talk about i pretty much have made up my mind which side i'm on but for the sake of the innocent i'm willing to listen and dialogue with somebody else so i'm glad that you tuned in today i hope this podcast was helpful to you and i hope that it Stirred in your heart, number one, the desperate need that we have for Jesus Christ. There is no other God that is going to bring about the healing that is needed in the hearts of those who are committing these acts. And there is no other God that is going to bring comfort to the victims of those who have suffered at the acts and the fruit of these evil deeds. So we need to obviously be continuing to pray for Nashville Covenant Presbyterian Church, the families there. Maybe you're in Nashville right now and you have an opportunity to reach out to them in some way. Please do so. They're the most important thing right now and they're getting overshadowed because of the stupid gun debate. I know where I stand. It, to make it clear, to make it very clear, as this podcast hosts, the only way that we're going to see 
this thing change is you put armed guards at the entrance of every school. And guess who will be afraid to come in? People with ill intent. So let's continue to take a courageous stand for the truth. Let's continue to stand for the innocent. Let's never forget the victims in the midst of a heated debate. And let's always, always be courageous with the truth. The truth is we have a sin problem. And without repentance and the hearts of a nation turning toward Jesus Christ, this will continue. It will get worse. It'll get uglier. It'll get more barbaric. We need repentance. And repentance comes through Jesus Christ. So thank you guys very much for tuning in to this episode today. And I will see you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, share this with your family and friends. Welcome to everybody who is new from around the world. I love seeing uh, the clicks light up and the subscribers light up from different parts of the world. God bless you all and continue to take a courageous stand for the truth.